0: listening to the Non-Stop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey everyone, welcome to Nonstop stop Mom podcast. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you're new to these podcasts, just want to let you know, got a website called nonstopmom.net. I release new articles every week there, uh, parenting, marriage, homeschooling, uh, faith, just anything that's really going to build your faith and equip you to do uh, what God has created and called you to do uh, within your family. So check it out. I'd love to hear from you. Send me questions, topics you want to hear about. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram and get a hold of me that way. You can search uh, Carolyn Shuttlesworth and Instagram and find me there as well. All right, let's get started. You know, I get a lot of questions in regards to homeschooling. So I'm going to really hit the topic of homeschooling and then letting your kids go to public school, private school, or, you know, just the, the brick-and-mortar school building. So the reason I started homeschooling, you know, for me uh, – I actually never really planned on homeschooling. It was never a thing I grew up saying, oh, I I have to homeschool my uh, kids. You know, definitely I wanted to be home with my children. That was something I always said. But as far as homeschooling, uh, that was really new to me when I met Ted. You know, he was homeschooled until he went to high school. He traveled with his parents and uh, on all the trips. And and so his mom homeschooled uh, him and his sister, Megan. And, uh, I just, I had never really planned on it. You know, then I got married and he was doing the same thing, uh, getting ready to to hit the road and preach. And we really, really, you know, wanted to do this together. We wanted to have our ministry together. We didn't want to do anything separate. We wanted to be on the same page with everything, um, you know, in the services, uh, on the road together you know we didn't want to live separate lives we want to do this together so I made this decision to homeschool when our first one was born and getting closer to that age and uh, it was really scary I I have to admit I was you know I didn't know anything about the homeschool world you kind of have this bad idea of the homeschool life uh, you know the kids are super nerdy, or they come out really strange, or they're <laughs> over in the corner talking to themselves, or who who knows, you just have a really bad idea of homeschool for whatever reason, uh, you know, and then I realized it's really what you make it, it's really what you make it, anyone who knows my children knows they're not off, you know, being a weirdo, in the corner of a room, they actually have social skills they're smart uh you know they they're not nerdy little kids, so it's really what you make it, how the parents are you know I'm not scared of my children uh, being out in the world, so it it it's not a reason I homeschool, but it is a plus that i don't have to put them out in the world they don't have to. Uh, hear things at a young age they don't have to see things at a young age because the stuff that's going on in school you know all over this world from kindergarten and on is ridiculous Uh, i've got four nephews that are in public school so the stuff that i hear that you know and i thank the lord they come from a wonderful christian family my sister and my brother-in-law are wonderful parents and so they have, you know, their head on straight. And it's kind of what I'm going to be talking about that if you are going to put your kids in school, you have to equip your kids. You're not just like, you know, I just can't do the homeschool thing. I just can't be around my kids that long. You know, I hear a lot of people say or, you know, there are moms that have to work out there and their kids have to go to school, whether it be private or public. I I did private school. And to be honest with you, it's it's not too much different than public school. They try a little bit harder, and it's smaller classes, and yes, they might have some stricter rules, but you've got the same kids in private school, so you can't just assume that because you're off sending your kid to a really expensive private school, you know, that they're going to turn out on fire for God. That's that's not how it works. So uh, anyway, back to uh, how I got started. So with homeschooling, You know, we wanted to stick on the road together. So I researched what I wanted to do, found a wonderful company, um, and I can always answer questions later if you write in, or I'm gonna be putting some information up. But I use Alpha Omega, and I use the academy. There's two types of homeschooling you can do, and so you can be attached to their actual academy, and uh, or you can do straight up. Just plain homeschooling with the state, Uh, but we decided to go with the school, and there's lots of wonderful reasons why. I won't touch on it here, but um, so started doing it, and I absolutely love it. I wasn't sure at first and had to get into the routine of it. And of course, it's hard. I hear it all the time. I don't think I could ever homeschool my kids. I just don't know if I could do it and be around them all day long. I hear those things or they just won't listen to me or the way they learn. But honestly, it's whatever you put into it. I have two now that I homeschool. Uh, Madeline is in fourth grade and Brooklyn is in kindergarten. And I've had to adjust teaching them both. I had to realize I can't assume that once Brooklyn started kindergarten, that's you know how it was going to be. That's the same uh, learning way that Maddie did kindergarten. It, it's the complete opposite. Sometimes I scratch my head and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> Just to be honest with you. But they're both smart in their own way. And they both learn way differently. So I really had to put that mindset on that You can't, you know, each kid is different. So you have to go by the way they learn and not frustrate yourself and think you can't do it as a homeschooling parent and realize that they just learn differently. So I have to make the adjustment. They don't have to make the adjustment. I have to make the adjustment. So, you know, it benefits for us because I travel full time. And I've learned to love it. So now, if if uh, we didn't travel full time and we were stationary, I would totally continue to homeschool. I I enjoy being around my kids. I love teaching them, and I mean, obviously, we have some of the most frustrating days, and I'm ready to throw in the towel. But in the end, I I wouldn't I wouldn't at all, and I wouldn't trade it. And I know that. You know i I hear from people, you know, but as Christians, we need to get them out in the world. um, they've got this viewpoint, you know, I'm gonna send my kids to public school to be that light, and that is great. And yes, we are called, you know, to be a light. Uh, I was looking up a verse here this morning that came to mind, and it's uh Matthew, I'm going to it right now, Matthew five. 14. And it says, uh, Matthew 5.14 says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. And that is exactly, I mean, those words are written in red directly out of um, Jesus's mouth. We have to be that light that cannot be hidden. But the thing is, we also have to equip our children. So we have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of Christian parents that say, well, you know, I'm not going to homeschool. I'm not going to keep them sheltered. I'm not, you know, it's not about keeping them sheltered in a bad way. But as you keep them sheltered, if you are a homeschool parent, teach them. Just like if you're the parent that's sending your kids off to school teach them, talk to them. You know, I was speaking with somebody not long ago that had a bunch of questions for me with their kids in school and things their their son saw at school and he came home and he was talking about it and how to handle it. But, you know, I find that parents aren't really sitting down and, and spending time with their kids and talking to them and explaining to them. You know, to me, that's a huge thing I do with Madeline on her level and on also Brooklyn, as now she's getting older, on her level is to teach them the word, explain to them the word. You don't just, you know, talk to them about John 10.10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and then that's it. You know, you have to dig deeper. Who's the thief? You know, let's explain who the thief is and why he's after us. But why does God want to give us abundant life? You know, you have to give them the revelation of the word. So if you are a parent who has decided that you're going to take that stance with, well, I'm sending my kids out into the school system, uh, whether it be public or private, because they are to be the light, they are to be, you know, a witness for Jesus. And yes, yes. You're right. They are to be that witness for Jesus. But, you know, if there's lots of ages where kids can't, can't handle it. If they're not taught, you know, the Word of God says the lack of knowledge will destroy you. It didn't say, you know, the lack of knowledge at 18 uh, or the lack of knowledge at 45. It's, it's all ages. All ages have the ability to learn knowledge you know obviously their level but you all are you are always teaching your children something and so i was thinking you know with with um, kids going in and talking about letting their light shine i came up with about 6 ways that i believe you should let your light shine and it has to be you know explained and talked about with your children and so the first one It's pray. You have to teach them to pray so they can trust God to lead, to lead them in his ways. You know, you're not always going to be around when you send them off to be, you know, in the world for, for eight hours a day. They have to know to pray. So So that, that is something you really need to teach them. Uh, is to pray so they know that they can be led by the Holy Spirit, being filled at the holy by the Holy Spirit. There's no age requirement for that, and that is a must. It is a priority as a parent to get your kids filled with the Holy Spirit as young as possible. Yes, it is on us as a parent. It is a responsibility and a must that we get our kids filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm just repeating that because you know, people think, "Oh, wait, We'll wait till later, youth group, this and that, but it's it, it doesn't need to be done at church. It doesn't have to be done at church, it doesn't have to be done in the next, you know, special meeting that you guys are having, extended meetings at church. Speak to your kids on the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. He is our guide. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. That's what the word of God says. So we have to teach our kids to pray and and make sure that they have that prayer with the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them, to trust them to be led when they're out at school. Uh, number two, they need to be who God created them to be despite what others say. They have to know that Christ has already determined their worth, their value. They have to know their identity in Christ because, you know, with with people out there, with, with bullies, um. With, uh, you know, kids, you know, I don't know, saying things to them in regards to maybe how they look, what clothes they're wearing, and, you know, trying to get them down. They have to realize God's created them and has a call of God in their life despite what others say. Number three, they need, a, they need to decide if others that they're, they're around are pulling them into sin. You know, and and it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, little ones aren't going out to parties and drinking <laughs> when you're in kindergarten. But you know if it's wrong to lie, to, to take something, to steal. You know, so on each kid's level, they have to decide if others are pulling them into sin. That, you know, that will... Um, Extinguished the light in their life number four kids should be in the word daily like i said you know i you kind of grow up with this idea with uh things start happening at a certain age in your life when you get older but you know our daughter madeline every morning she wakes up and reads the bible it's something we have instilled in her it's something that is a requirement of her you know, we require everything else in our children. We require that they do their, their daily reading for school. We require that they do their homework. We require that they participate in sports or if they are in sports, we require that they give, you know, their best effort. We require that they're on time. We require all these things outside of what's really important. And so, you know... For Madeline, now that she can read, you know, Brooklyn's learning to read. So at this point, I'm still uh, reading to her the Bible and doing devotions with her, having her participate, teaching her prayer. But she can't fully read, you know, the scripture like Maddie can. But once Maddie was able to, she's required to read. So just like, for instance, you know, in the mornings when we're up, sometimes she happens to be up, you know, before us, sometimes she's you know on the couch at 7.30 when I come out and she's got her iPad and she's sitting there reading. So we have to instill that in our children. So she is learning the word of God. And so, you know, as she goes out and does more things without me, I know that she's ingested that word of God and it's it's going into her spirit man. It's going into her heart and those things will come up to her. If something is around her, she knows that's not right. So that's number four. Children should be in the Word daily. It's not exempted just because you're a child. And number five, speak the truth with love. They have to learn to be bold. And that goes back to my first point with being filled with the Holy Spirit, is that that gives you a boldness for speaking the truth. And soul winning, you know, That boldness comes along, speaking the truth with someone to win souls. Children should be winning uh, their friends to Christ. You know, my nephew, uh, who just now is in ninth grade, but last year when he was in middle school, and he's so on fire for God. He's got a wonderful call of God on his life and loves the Lord. And he goes to public school. But because of him applying these principles in his life, he's able to let his light shine. And he actually started a Bible club in his uh, public school. He was not afraid to do it. He's on fire for the Lord. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, he was speaking the truth with these kids that were coming in from public school to be a part of this Bible club. He was speaking uh, the truth of um knowing Jesus as their savior. And then he had um, his youth pastor come in and and speak to him. He had uh, his Uncle Ted come in and speak uh, when we were up there in Virginia Beach. And so he was getting the word of God into uh, these kids that were coming to school to check it out. So that's number five. You have to speak the truth and do it with love teach your kids, you know, yes not everyone's going to accept Jesus when they talk to them, but you don't get mad at them, you just you tell them what the word of God says, uh, you stick with it and let the Holy Spirit work on, on them and then number six was you teach your children aim to please the Lord and not man, as long as it's one thing um, my husband preaches on a lot, is it's so much easier to know that you've got one person to please, not your group of friends, you know, not who you're working for, just one person to please, and that's the Lord. So I would teach our children to aim to please the Lord. So these are things I um, instill and teach in my children because even though they're homeschooled, and they're with me, they still go out. I don't keep them in a box in our house, and they're never allowed to see people, and they're never allowed to go out or never allowed to hang out with people. You know, it's something that has to be instilled with them. So real quick, uh, number one was pray and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Trust God that they're led in His ways. Two, they need to know who God's created them to be, despite what others say. Um, that Christ has already t- determined their value. Number three, decide if others they're hanging out with are pulling them into sin. Number four, the be in the word daily. And number five, speak the truth with love. And number six, aim to please the Lord and not man. You know, it says in Psalms one three, He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. So it is important whatever decision that you've made uh with your children whether you homeschool you've decided to keep them in um and whether you've decided to send them out you know to public school I'm not knocking either one it it's it's a decision you know that you've made within your family but either way these these ways of letting your light shine have to be instilled in them to let them out in this world. You know, as the Bible says, we're not of this world. It's a it's a world of darkness. But like the word says in Matthew 5.14 that I read at the beginning, your light is like a city uh, shining at the city at the top of the hill. It cannot be hidden. People have to know that we're Christians at no matter what age. We have to be a representation of Christ at no matter age we have to equip our children with these principles because it's not the responsibility of the church it's not the responsibility of chapel if you're at a christian school you know the the responsibility of what our kids know in the word the responsibility of their actions is always on us the parents we have been entrusted With children, with our children, we have been trusted. So we have a task, we have a job, and that is to raise them in the things of God, that is to teach them, to talk to them, to explain things to them, not just assume, you know, I don't just assume that our kids are going to love the Lord, you know, follow after the Lord, be on fire for the Lord, because Ted and I do what we do. I have to sit and teach them, and explain things to them, the word of God, what the Bible says about something, this is how you're supposed to act when you're out, this is what a Christian does. You know, you have to talk to your kids and explain things to them. So, whatever you've decided to do as far as homeschool or send them out to school, either way, we have to teach them these things so there's not an issue when they're out in in the world and there's not going to be a problem for them, and they're equipped, and they're ready to be the light that God's called them to be. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and I look forward to um, hearing from you. Please send me any um, topics that you want to go over. Like I said, you can uh, write me on uh, Instagram at Carolyn Shuttlesworth. You can find me on Facebook on Nonstop Mom. Uh, you can also send in emails on nonstopmom.net, but I'd love to hear from you any topics, any questions. I've been getting some wonderful feedback. Uh, that first podcast I did about um, having faith uh, for your, your children and not letting your faith, uh, diminish. Uh, I've been getting some powerful testimonies back from that on, um, healing and within their kids and within, uh, their family and how moms have taken it to new levels. So I'm so happy that encourages me. I'm so glad that your faith has been encouraged. Um, but I'd love to hear from you and you guys have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.